This is a broadcast of SmallCapVoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. SmallCapVoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of SmallCapVoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. You're wired in smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks once again for tuning in to our online business briefing here at smallcapvoice.com, where we shine a spotlight on some of the smartest and freshest plays here in the market today. We're welcoming back to the show the company that we've spoken with to several times over the years, BioCorrects. The company's traded on the OTCQB under the ticker symbol BICX. We're speaking with the CEO of the company today, Brady Grenier. Brady, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for taking the time to call in. Now, we know a little bit about your company, but it's been quite some time since we've spoken with you. Give us an update on what you're doing there at BioCorrects and what the market is that you've tapped into. Yeah, it's actually weird. A lot of things have transpired since the last time I think you and I spoke. But right now, the big focus of the company, or the, uh, what everyone's following, is our FDA approval pathway for BICX-102, which is our Neltrexone implant. We've been working in the Neltrexone implant phase for many, many years. That hasn't changed. What has changed is that we are now seeking FDA approval on a, one of our Neltrexone implants. We own several types. And we're taking through a product uh, that's already approved in another country. And we're, able, we're using a lot of that data to give us a, uh, an abbreviated pathway to approval with the 505B2 pathway. We met with the FDA uh, earlier this year in January. We are seeking approval for both opioid and alcohol use disorders. The FDA was okay with us going with a dual indication. Uh, we don't need to do any efficacy studies, which was also good. Um, and, uh, again, we have the 505B2 pathway, which is an abbreviated pathway. Uh, we still need to do some, some studies, but uh, it's not as intensive as a traditional pathway. And on top of that, we, uh, after we met with the FDA, we, were, uh, we submitted for a grant with NIDA, which is the National Institute on Drug Abuse, and NIH, National Institute of Health. We submitted for that grant application earlier in the spring of this year, for the second round of grant applicants for this specific opportunity uh, that the government has for funding new treatments for the opioid epidemic. And our grant was reviewed August and September. We went through a few reviews. We were recommended for funding by the Independent Scientific Review Board. 
and we're going we're going through the motions there. The grant is still pending administrative review, um, so we're in that step of the process. We've received a really favorable score on our grant, so we're very you know we're very confident. We remain confident of the prospect of getting that grant, and right now we're just kind of we're waiting for the administrative uh, review, which I, I believe is the final um, the final step in the process. Um, and uh, we're, we're we're hoping that we can hear back from that in a relatively short time. Um, it is the government, so we don't we don't control that timeline. So we're we're waiting patiently as, as everyone else at the moment. Um, and once we um, so we you know we're eager to get started on the entire project. Uh, it would be very helpful if we had the grant to do that. Um, of course, we're, we're prepared to to go you know, a different route if we do not get the grant. But we're, again, we feel very confident about it. We're just kind of waiting it, waiting that out um, because that is the best uh, best way to do these things if it's fully funded. Well, my big takeaway there then from that section is, one, you're on an abbreviated path through the FDA approval process by using some data that's already been submitted. And also, you've been recommended through the rounds of review that you've already had with the NIDA grant application. So, yes, while you're waiting on the government in both areas, you've made some strong headway. Is that a fair assessment? Yes. I mean, we spent a lot of this. I mean, it's a, these, these processes are very long. And even while we've you know, where we are waiting uh, for NIDA, we, we are doing things, and we have continued to do things uh, throughout this year since we met with the FDA to position ourselves. There's a lot of lot of planning and things that go around all of these things. Um, so we, we, we've done the best we could this year not to waste much time while we were waiting on the, you know, the NIDA grant review process. And, um, you know, we had to get equipment and, and uh, you know, machinery and ingredients and those types of things, and those and those are from third-party vendors, and those take time. So at least we've got a lot of that uh, moving. Uh, but we're, we're to a point now where we're ready to go. Um, now it's a now it's, it's a uh, matter of just getting the funding, whether it's through NIDA uh, or if we have to get that through another source. So, uh, we're 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 prepared to go either route. But again, it's worth the wait. Well, Brady, clearly the company has not been sitting around or resting on its laurels as you wait for the NIDA process to take uh, full effect, but the company has really been doing quite a bit, and if you look at the Newswire listeners using that ticker symbol again, BICX, October 19th, BioCorrect strengthens intellectual property portfolio with acquisition of several patent and patent-pending families. So this is a robust press release. Let's get your take on it. Well, as, uh, as people who have been following us for years know, we we, uh, we have another product in the development pipeline, BICX 101, which is our naltrexone injectable product. And that was actually the, the uh, at some point we were that was going to be our lead product. And for several several things occurred that um, we switched gears and we put the, uh, BICX 102 in the front of the pipeline. But 101 is still in our pipeline, and we had. We had licensed the therapy, the, uh, the technology for that product originally, um, and then an opportunity arose for us earlier this year when we were able to acquire the patent that we initially only had the license to. We had a license just for its use, for, in, you know, with you no know, trexone for addiction, but now we actually own uh, that patent. It's for a drug delivery system, and along with that, we, we acquired a few other patent families that are still pending and need to go through the prosecution of, uh, of getting those patents granted. So we, we just got those all transferred over to our name here in the last, over the last couple of months. So we're, we're eager to get back to the development at some point in time uh, with the ICX 102, 101 uh, with those patents. 
and also explore other possibilities with the other patent families that we did acquire. Our, our main objective is the VICX-101 injectable, but we now that we have these other uh, potential patents that may be issued, we need to explore where we can go out and license those to other pharma companies. So we have to do, evaluate those and, uh, and see where we may be able to uh, find some synergistic relationships with those patents. So uh, a lot of work to be done there. Again, one of VICX-102, the implant, is our main objective, so we want to get that project in the queue and going forward, and then we can come back and focus on the BICX 101 uh, injectable product. Well, listeners, I want you to learn about the company by visiting their website, biocorex.com. That's B-I-O-C-O-R-R-X.com. You can get that simply by using that ticker symbol again, B-I-C-X. It's available within their press releases. Brady, looking into 2019 with so much happening here in 2018, operationally, what are some of your goals for the company as we move into 2019? You know, on the operational side, a few things. We've been heavily focused. Our BioFrex recovery program still remains uh, available and is being used by independent treatment providers around the country. And in terms of that program, we've been focusing on working with several states uh, and municipalities that are interested in the program uh, for fighting this epidemic, which is not showing any signs of subsiding. 2017 numbers were worse than 2020. I mean, 2017 was worse than 2016. So we've been focusing on looking for payer, you know, for getting payer support uh, at the state and, and city level uh, for our program in, in the correction setting. So we're working with several states at the moment that are that are leaning forward and a little bit more forward thinking. So there's several states we're working with right now to get some demonstration pilots off the ground to prove to them how effective our program is. So that will continue to do that into the, into this year because right now, even though we're going for FDA approval on an implant, we have an implant that's available now under current U.S. and um, state and federal compounding rules that's available from uh, licensed compounding pharmacies where we can help people now and we have been helping individuals for, uh, for several years now. Anyone who's been following us knows that. We'll continue to do that because it's worth the fight while we wait for the uh, FDA approval of that product. And, and people may ask, well, why are we seeking FDA approval that's available now? It really just comes down to payer support. You know, it's getting the FDA approval will open up the doors to uh, payer support and more acceptance of the product that we already know can be very uh, instrumental in battling this epidemic. So we'll continue to focus on uh, getting our program widely accepted, more widely accepted in uh, certain states. And we, we look forward to talking more in the, in the coming months about our weight loss uh, program that we're putting together. We did a pilot during this year with some very, very great results, very good good results. And we're looking forward to launching that sometime next year. And we'll talk more about that, um, you know, into the new year once we have more specifics. Uh, and then we're also excited about testing a new molecule that's patented that we have a, a letter of intent with, uh, VDM. And that's a, uh, another product for uh, overdose reversal. So there's a lot of information on that in our previous press release that people can look up. So it's another opportunity in the addiction space. So it's, this is all in the addiction space, which is, is, is our, um, you know, our, our mission, is you know, figuring out solutions for this epidemic for both alcohol and opioid use disorders. And then down the road, maybe even um, methamphetamine, which is the next epidemic, which is already upon us, but it's being overshadowed by the opioid crisis. Brady, you just mentioned that people can get help now. So while they're listening, how do they do that? If anyone knows anyone that needs needs help, family member, uh, friend, I would encourage them to go to beataddiction.com. 
That is our uh, consumer website. It's our educational website. It talks about our program. It has FAQs, video FAQs, outline of the program, and, you know, a toll-free number to call if you need more information or you want to find a center that's, that's near you to help with you or your loved one. So I encourage anyone that wants more information on our current program that's available to go to beataddiction.com. Well, Brady, thank you so much for your time today. We look forward to great things from you and your company here in 2018 and well beyond. Thanks, Brady. Thanks, Stuart. Appreciate it. You bet. For Brady Grognier, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com.